one and only Bob. Friends, we're continuing the story when Bob is on the bridge over the creek watching the car where Boss's puppy, little boy, is floating away. And he thinks, what a nincompoop. But he's not sure if he, Bob isn't sure if he means himself or the puppy. Hero, I will not lie. I am not thinking, oh, yay, now I get to be a hero. Nope. I'm thinking, you have got to be kidding me. Just a few more seconds and I would have been out of here. I may or may not use a few other choice words. Way worse than anything that Jay came up with. Then I run back to the middle of the bridge and wait a split second, maybe two, maybe three, and I jump. Cartoons. And I ain't proud of this, but halfway down, I remember that I really, really, really don't like riding in cars. I'm sort of dog paddling the air, thinking I can slow things down, maybe even reverse direction, like Wiley e. Coyote in those old cartoons. Cartoons are ridiculous for a reason. Not a movie. So in a movie, I'd land all graceful and tough and grab that little guy. This isn't a movie. I kind of land on top of him, legs splayed like a bug on a windshield. Not enough to smush him, but definitely enough to annoy him. The car spins, dips, rights itself. Hi, I say, I'm your Uncle Bob. If you're my uncle, why are you trying to kill me? He asks. Pup has a mouth on him for being so tiny. I'm saving you, dude. I grab his scruff with my teeth. Ouch, he says. The car seesaws. I scrabble, clawing at the slick skin of the roof. My nails make a horrible scraping sound. It's like trying to hug a whale. Can you swim? I ask out of the side of my mouth. It's hard to talk with a puppy between your teeth. No. Can you? Yes, but I suspect the degree of difficulty will go up considerably with a puppy in my mouth. The car lists, recovers, lopes along like a jackrabbit in tall grass. My claws make tracks in the paint. How'd you get on top of the car, I ask. Wasn't easy. Branch broke through one of the windows. I climbed out that way. Impressive. By the way, says the puppy, I think we may be sinking. No kidding, Sherlock. I don't mean to sound unkind. I'm a bit stressed. I, I don't have a name, actually. How about Rowdy, I suggest. I hear it's available. Sure. What the heck? So, what's your plan? You tell me, I say. What do you think was going to happen? I figured someone would come along and save me. Some human, maybe. Dog's best friend, I say. If you say so another lurch. We're going down. Hang on, pup, I say. Man's best friend is going to save you instead. Do not let go. The water's cold, so it burns. I paddle frantically. Nothing happens. It's like pawing air. I keep my teeth tight on Rowdy. Do not let go. Do not let go, I tell myself, but the water's churning into my nose and throat, and if I cough, He'll be a goner. We hit something hard and metal straight on. 
I'm underwater, submerged as bits and pieces of the world rush past. It's like the tornado, only wetter. I dig at the darkness. I think of all the things I'll miss when I'm dead. Cheese tops the lists. Well, okay, maybe Ivan and Ruby and Julia and George and Sarah top the list, but then totally cheese. My back paws graze the bottom. My nose burns. My lungs burn. Everything burns. I have to cough. I can't cough. Mustering all my strength, I struggle to the surface for a moment, fighting the water with my paws. Rowdy is dead weight in my mouth. I hit the bottom again, and this time I use it like a springboard, lurching toward the edge of the water, toward solid land, toward grass and dirt and trees and bushes and... A whoosh of fur and pain. Oh man, the pain. Someone grabbing my paw, losing it. Teeth, sharp, sharp teeth. The smell, even with my messed up nose, of wildness and danger. Something grabs my scruff, yanks, pulls me to safety. Back to the world. Back from the brink. Kimu again. Kimu has me. He drops me to the mud. His teeth smell of blood. My blood. I drop rowdy. My teeth smell of blood, too. For a long time, no words come. Just panting, coughing, panting some more. Nothing from the puppy. I shove him with my paw, nudge him with my nose. Nothing. I look at Kimu, his fur spiked, his eyes wild, different, unknowable. I guess they didn't shoot you, I say? They tried, he says, eyes on the puppy. Thank you for, I trail off. He glances at me. Didn't do it for you, a pause, did it for me. With his right front paw, he claws at the puppy. At Rowdy. Hey, I say without really thinking or registering the size of his paw or realizing that he's drooling just a little. He, uh... I put my paw, my puny, pathetic, loser paw on Rowdy too. He's my nephew. And, well, I didn't take you for the sentimental sort, Bob. I'm not. Just, you know how it is. No, actually, I don't know. I'm a wild animal, not a pet. Still, I clear my throat and remind myself that rolling over and peeing myself is not an acceptable option. Still and all, he's scrawny, might even be dead. Who knows? You got better breakfasts at the park. I recognize all too well the look he gives me, the look of sadness and loss and anger, the look of someone who will never forgive the world. He's running with the puppy, dangling from his jaws before I even know what's happened. How? I don't know how to do it, how I do it. If I did know, maybe I could understand that other part of me, the wolf part. I run faster than I've ever run. I growl louder than I've ever growled. I grab Kimu's throat. I clamp down. I do not let go. He can kill me. Gone. He can kill me. With a sidelong glance and a half-hearted bite, he can kill me. I know that, but he doesn't. He drops the puppy. He shakes me off and pulls free. He pauses, looks at me like he's seeing me for the first time. He gazes at the sky, thick with clouds, no moon, barely any sun.
He raises his head. His howl is long and sad and beautiful. He runs. First aid. Rowdy isn't, still isn't moving. I don't know what else to do. So I bite the heck out of his tail. Perks the little guy right up. The truth. It hits me then. I'm so tired, so banged up. I can't go on, even if I want to. I carry Rowdy to a sheltering tree, cuddle him close, give him a couple of licks for good measure. Now what, he asks. Now, I say, we wait. For what? For humans, I answer. For help. Are you sure they'll come? I think for a moment. I remember all the people I've seen today. The police and rescue workers, the park employees, the staff at the shelter, the folks at the donut shop opening their door to a strange collection of animals. I remember George running to get Julia and Julia trying to get me and Sarah struggling to find them both. I breathe in the sweet smell of puppy. It's important to tell the truth. I'm sure, I say. Forever. The eye of the hurricane passes. The storm rages on. It feels like a year, like nine years even. It feels like forever. Rescue. When I hear Julia calling my name through the open window of her parents' car, I pick up Rowdy and dash over like it's my favorite place on this lonely ball called Earth. No clickers necessary. No treats required. I fly my drool flag all the way home.